Hey everybody, it's the Title IX Podcast and the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. I'm Steph Copley, joined by Elisa Woods, who went to the dentist today. My teeth are very <laughs> clean. They look so clean. They're so sparkly. Did you floss before you went Listen, to the dentist? <laughs> they're lucky I brushed my teeth before. I, honestly, like they brush them honestly. for you. So I mean, what's the point? I was telling Elisa about how I floss and use my fluoride rinse and she was giving me help. Because no. apparently I'm a rule no. follower. Zero percent of that surprises me <laughs> that you floss. Do you use minty cinnamon or just just the thread just the thread that also doesn't surprise me that <laughs> you take that you go to absolutely no extra lengths to find any pleasure in following the rules following the rule is the pleasure right <laughs> not that does not surprise me uh lisa and i were trying to figure out if the cdc changed the mask uh mandate since we last recorded because i really wanted to do the kim mulkey i'm gonna take this damn mask <laughs> off that's the only reason i was asking. oh my gosh i love it i actually licked everything on the way in just because you could. Yeah. Spit on my hands before I touched the um So the next the person could lick them? Yep. <laughs> We're going wild. Yep. Vaxxed and, you know, you know the saying. Well, not that. <laughs> if you don't, look it up. <laughs> Our podcast, is always, is sponsored by the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State. Hootie hoo. Hootie hoo. It's going to be a beautiful summer on campus, I'm sure. Things just got real, like constrictive over here do you ever you know what drives me crazy Tell this me. just made me think of it you know when you're in a car and you like lean over to get something and you you hit the end of it of your seatbelt yeah and, and, locks. Then, and then you go back and you hear that and you're like oh you gotta be and you feel like you're on a roller coaster getting locked in before you go down the incline you're like okay don't get too far back or else you're just gonna and then it's there's nothing you can do and you just have to unbuckle and start over yeah and you're on the interstate and your husband's like, what are you doing? And the kids are yelling. And, and your bag of cinnamon bears explodes because that definitely didn't happen to me today. And then you just open the door and <laughs> tuck and roll. And say the hell with yeah. it. Yeah. Never see you again. <laughs> Move to Sweden. That's where I'd go. <laughs> or I would go to Leclerc. <laughs> to see our friends wow. <laughs> at the Mississippi River Distilling Company. Love it. Did you like that? Yep. Uh, you guys know it by now, but the podcast network is fueled by Cody Road and their other great spirits. Did you see their summer? They launched their summer cocktail menu. No, I feel okay. like I haven't seen all my favorite people on Twitter. And I would the like, algorithm I is messed think up. my algorithm is very messed up. It's weird how that happened. Because I have I not seen them. Too. I haven't seen Van Veen in a long time. Well, you should check out uh, the Mississippi River tweets, okay. tweets their timeline, because they They're have some beautiful drinks, like tweeters, like f- actually beautiful. Ooh, yes. And very the one delightful. they tweeted was, it was called Stormy Weather, and it was a gin-based drink, and it was purple. Ooh. It was beautiful. So yeah, check that out, guys. Purple. Pur- purple? <laughs> purple, indeed. <laughs> and just, uh, um, we always try to plug you know, the premium subscriptions, but Wednesday is a town hall with coach Otzelberger. So if you are not signed up, you have a little bit of time to do so and hang out with us over noon or over lunch at noon or over noon, whatever. Over noon, just over sound, the noon hour, over the noon hour. Sound like I'm 85, <laughs> but do it if you haven't yet. Okay. I feel like we have to start off with Iowa state softball. Go for it. Their historic season came to an end on Sunday. 
uh, with a zero to five no hit loss to Mizzou, which was a bummer. Such a bummer. But it, it's weird. I mean, I, I don't know. I just didn't anticipate them getting through this weekend. Um, so I kind of that was my expectation. Yeah. So I'm more just happy about an amazing season. They started the weekend on Friday with a loss to you and I. It was a weird game. Got pushed back. Yeah, and then it was an 8-0 law. It just, it just something felt weird about yeah. it. Um, and then they had two wins on Saturday because Saturday, it's a double elimination tournament. They had an easy win against um, University of Illinois Chicago and then a dramatic win against UNI. They hit a home run at the top of the seventh to go ahead. And if I, we've said this before, um, but if you haven't been checking out their social media feed, you need to. It's so good. It's so fun. It's like clever. Yes. And I feel like that is something unique about college softball. Mm-hmm. But it's clever. It's fun. It's like not that these ladies aren't incredible competitors and intense when they need to be intense, but it just seems like they're having so much fun. Yeah. I feel like softball is one of those things like it's it's the only sport that instead of asking you to sit on the bench during the game your coaches encouraged you to like clap cheer. and whistle and, be and yeah and do cheers yes. and I was the whistler for our cheers like be at the gate yelling and I feel like that carries over I do that in softball now too like in slow pitch there's a huge camaraderie yes. element to it and it carries over into the excitement of being a fan and it's just a really raucous atmosphere no matter what level like yeah. even kids and yeah. I just if you if you haven't been watching uh, college softball it's a great time to do it you know it's just fun it's fast-paced it's entertaining and um, one of the, I don't, did you see the video of um, coach Pinkerton they were l- layering hats on him oh I thought you were talking I thought you were gonna talk about um, Sammy Sammy's oh, we'll video do, we'll do that next. <laughs> okay but he's getting interviewed okay so yeah. he's in the dugout and they're putting hats they're seeing how many hats they can stack on him before they fall over and just like in the background being goofballs and every year every season they're there's a team that's like that, and I'm sure they weren't the only ones. I was just locked into Iowa yeah. State, but they were just so much fun. And to your point, I got pretty bummed on Sunday thinking about Sammy being yeah. down. She's just so classy, and she is the greatest of all time. No one's ever going to be. There's never going to be another Sammy Williams. Yeah. But go ahead and talk about the video you're talking about. Oh, I mean, I did. It was just a very like heartfelt. It was video. a letter to softball. Yeah, it was just like a very heartfelt video about the lessons that she's learned and. I don't know, just kind of some of the unique um, takeaways that she's had from her years playing competitive she, softball. Yeah. And, I mean, we mentioned this the last time. Is she going to go on to play on so she got like drafted. a travel? She got drafted in that league. Yeah. Um, and there's not a lot out there about okay. that league. So I, I don't know what she's going to do yet. I'm not sure that she's publicly said, yeah. you know, and I'm not sure if it's a, something where she could do and then go on for a career and then come back, you know, like yeah. I'm sure it depends on what employer she has and things like we should reach yeah. out to her. You should. Let's do you it. have a good relationship with her. I'll check it out. Please do. I will. But um, that letter she wrote, it was, so I think the NCAA aired it during, at some point, because it oh, had yeah. their little logo yeah, on yeah. it. But she mentioned how she was a, um, I wouldn't say she wasn't confident, but you know, she was insecure. She didn't have a ton of, she didn't believe in herself and how softball made her believe in herself and believe in the other people's beliefs in her. And it was just really well done. And yeah. it showed a side of her that... You know, we see her as the girl who's breaking all the records, but it showed this very vulnerable, passionate Are you going to cry right no, now? No, 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 no. Okay. I just thought it was very... Okay. We don't get to see that from athletes yeah. a lot. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So I just thought it was very well done. It was. A nice tribute to her and her team and the season. Yeah. So yeah, it and Jared wrote in Monday Musings about whether they can sustain this success. I mean, they're losing... 
her. Yeah. Um, but they have, they're losing three seniors, and then basically everybody else comes back. So, obviously, she's got big shoes to fill. Yeah. But they've tasted it now. Yeah. And they've gotten some looks nationally that they'd never had before. And so I hope they do. I yeah. hope they can keep it rolling. You know what I would really like to see? And I don't even know if this is a possibility or if she has any interest in this, but I feel like she could come back as a hitting coach. That'd be really cool. Don't you think? Yeah. Like people always talk about how they would love like, like Niang to come back mm-hmm. as a coach someday or like Naz, they talk about bringing him back as a coach. Marcus Pfizer wants to come back as a coach. Wait, really? <laughs> but I just feel like that is a situation where I think she would be a great coach. I mean, she definitely has the demeanor of someone who would understand players, yes. too. Yeah, I hope so. And I, you know, she's, we talked about this a lot, but she's one of those people who could really benefit from, who could have benefited from a name image likeness situation. But yeah. I hope that she can capitalize on it right now while, you know, her name's still hot and yeah. out there. So, do you know what she, what her degree was in? She's going to, um, uh, the what's the airplane? company a boeing boeing yeah, yeah yeah you said that yeah so some kind of so not exactly so basically right. she's pretty smart not exercise science like she's, would lend to a <laughs> coaching job yes she's you know she's a smart oh yeah she doesn't need to stick around but, but she maybe she want wants to. to right right so we'll see i'll <laughs> i'll reach out and we'll see what we can do yes all right, so hats off to an incredible season. Well done, ladies. Alisa. The one day I'm not wearing my. Hat. I know. I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say that you're you've become a hat person and didn't wear a hat when you needed it. I know. It. I almost bought you a hat, by the way. <gasps> Did it have flowers on it? Have you seen that one? I have one of those. Oh yeah, yeah. you said that. Yeah. Wait, no. There's a different one with bigger flowers. You're, seen... you're talking about the little flowers. Yeah, but I like those. They're... Okay, so we're talking about these hats. These they're like baseball hats mm-hmm. with baseball teams on them. Or all sports teams. Oh, I've only seen the baseball ones. Yeah, they ones. have them in all, okay. all leagues, yep. So, um, and mine is like a cheetah print. It's awesome. And Steph has one that's like little small. Is it blue with little yes. small flowers? Yep. Yeah. And it's just like, we were, t- I feel like we talked about this very early in this podcasting, like years ago, um, <laughs> that we just wanted like, we wanted good women's sports clothing. It and doesn't. it's still not out there, by right, the way. Right, right. Yeah. It doesn't have to be pink. It doesn't have in to fact, be. I would prefer that it not be right it doesn't have to be cap sleeves in fact I would prefer that it it did not hit me at the largest part of my arm yeah um just just give me a regular sleeve and we talked about this too this neckline. yeah I don't need a wide neckline just give me a normal and I don't need like a thin that's what I'm talking about yeah like thin and boat neck we don't need those things I don't really even need v-necks nope no don't need v-necks just give me a t-shirt just give me a t-shirt with a little extra room at the top, a little extra room at the bottom, and a little less room right in the middle. Right. We, I'm, it's a silhouette. People yes. figure it out. Right. We always talk about, you know, like when you're sitting in the back seat, you have to go like boy, girl, boy, or girl, boy, girl, <laughs> because like it's the hips pieces. go with the the wider hips mix with the smaller hips and the broader shoulders. Puzzle. Yeah. But then I had broad shoulders and I just <laughs> screwed the whole you thing really up. Messed it up. Yep. So I just had to sit in the front. But back to the hats. They, yeah. Elise is also talking about a floral print that's much bigger. Yes. Yeah. It's a little bit louder yeah but in a good way not an over-the-top ridiculous way as as am i 
I would agree with this wholeheartedly. <laughs> but the hat, oh, I should see if they have it. I meant to buy it, and then I kind of forgot, and then I wonder if it's still in my cart. I we're hat people now, though. Yeah, we are. Big time. Yeah. Yes, because we're softball moms. Yeah. <laughs> Major. <sighs> so if you see a cool hat, send it our way. Yeah. Yeah. In a tent. <laughs> For yeah. one person. That's right. Yeah. A shield. Yep. All right. Should we talk about Simone Biles? I would love to. All right. So over the weekend, she was the first woman in history to land a Yershenko? <laughs> Yershenko? Is that how you say it? I read it and I thought it did. That's not what I thought it was at all. Some sort of a double pike <laughs> in competition. And basically, I read the description of it. Here's the official description. Are you ready? Yes. It, this this description is so unimpressive compared to what it actually looks like. But <laughs> the description is a round off onto the springboard, followed by a back hand handspring onto the vaulting table and ending with a pike double backflip into the air to landing. Right. Now, that sounds like a lot, but you watch the thing and you're like, good God. No, yeah. So she did it in training earlier in the week and she landed it. Like she stuck that. Yeah. Thing. And then she did it in competition and did a couple she had of steps. She a big hop. Yeah. Yeah. With but, a kick out, but. Yes. But it was, I mean, she was the first female to land it in competition. And the crazy thing to me is this is her first competition in more than a year and a half. She just rolled it out. I would say three out of the three people in this room can't do a round off, <laughs> which is the thing that she does to like, to get onto the springboard that then gets her on like she's moving so fast so fast if you guys haven't watched the video just google it you'll find it i mean the woman is incredible and so this is her first competition in a year and a half and she wins the gold medal in the all-around despite having the huge hop and the landing on the vault oh yeah falling off the uneven bars oh like it gosh. doesn't matter it doesn't matter if she shows up she's going to win because she is that much head and shoulders above everybody else and we talked about this what did she say i i need to find it she said that she lets her um gymnastics, gymnastics speak for her herself yeah i on the other hand <laughs> let my mouth speak for myself no really yeah yeah it's true um my only goal for softball every year is to not get in an argument with the umpire and he tested me last night he tested me last night let me just tell you what happened I, okay because did you make a good catch too <sighs> i made so many freaking good plays okay. oh, i'll just tell you all of them please but here this is the thing the pitcher for the other team had that old man energy <laughs> you know the old man energy I yeah i know and you're not supposed to touch home plate when you come home you're supposed to run across a line that they no longer draw it's the umpire has to draw it in the sand they don't put it in white chalk anymore well one of the girls that hasn't played in a while touched home plate okay she's she's vaxxed and waxed ready for action ready for action so it shouldn't be a big deal and the ump says i'll give you one warning well, old man energy was not having it. Argued Are for... Are you serious? Oh, yeah. He argued with him for eight minutes, and then we lost two runs because of it. Okay, that seems excessive. Yeah, so he, he changed his mind and decided, okay, fine, like, she's out, you're right. And so we lost her, and then the other guy that came in after her. So the inning was over. And so I said, great, that means that I get to, I get a freebie to 
like argue mm-hmm. one as well mm-hmm. right right he said come on come on and i said i'm gonna use it did you use it no but later he had a call that i didn't like and i said i'm gonna hold off because that was the wrong call but i'm gonna hold off till it means more i'm, I'm gonna let you finish yeah. <laughs> i said i'm gonna hold off until it means more <laughs> Let's just say with two outs, um, our sub hit a line drive to left in extra innings and my husband scored and thank God we won by one. Because otherwise you would have not let your softball speak for itself. Probably would have slashed some tires. I believe that. (laughs) Just joking. But uh, I just... I run my mouth. But here's the thing. Simone Biles also is not afraid of speaking her mind. That's true. Because even over the weekend, she was criticizing the, what's it called? The International Federation of Gymnastics or whatever, because it's that blah, 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 double pike that she does. It's scored pretty low, all things, considering a woman has never landed. Like the baseline is pretty low. And she said... That's on the International Federation of Gymnastics. That's not on me. They have an open-ended code of points, and now they're mad people are too far ahead and excelling. Well, and she's also famously gotten mad because they wouldn't let her do a certain move because it was I too dangerous. I think it dangerous. was this one for the was longest it? time. Yeah, I think it was. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, now we're getting somewhere, so but not her. far I mean, enough. She definitely... I mean, she does. And she, I guess, the, you know, what she's doing is backing up what she's saying, too. Did you see the back of her um, leotard? No. It was a goat in rhinestones. I love her. I love her. She lets her fashion speak for herself, <laughs> I guess. So good. You know what? I really like her. I do, too. And she stood up. I mean, she still is standing up for all the sexual abuse oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, that she's she has come out and said, really, one of the reasons I'm doing this is because I want to still be a voice to defend against all of that. So, yeah. I love that. Yeah, she's wonderful. I, I just, like, I think about how gymnastics has this, like, age yes, limit. And right. I just wonder if she is going to be the Phil Mickelson, yeah. the Tom Brady. Yes. Like, the greatest of all time to do it into, to, like, Extend the age, right? But like to extend extend the acceptable age of gymnasts, right? And I don't, I presume there's a reason for that, but it is interesting that, you know, I mean, we're and we've seen so many advances in um, sports technology and exercise technology and nutrition that it hasn't started already. But you're right, maybe she will be the first. I mean, she is a freak of nature in all the best ways. Maybe she will be in her prime in her thirties, like us, like us. (laughs) Did you see our girl Sabrina over the weekend? Heck yeah. Actually, it was last weekish in the middle of the week. Yes. She gets her first triple double. Okay, this is incredible to me. It was only the ninth in um, Liberty franchise history, but she's the youngest player to ever get a triple double. And just thinking about all of the talent that's gone through the WNBA, that just shocked me for some reason. I think that if Ben Simmons, in his second year in the league, albeit he never played any games, can get rookie of the year. I think we should bend some rules and she should be allowed to be rookie of the year. Especially since last year was such a messed up year anyway. Yes. Yeah. I petition the WNBA. The powers that be. The powers that be to consider Sabrina Ionescu as rookie of the year, defensive player of the year, MVP. um, Queen of the world. Queen of the world. Coach of LSU, 
best player ever. Do you? Here's a fun fact for you. Okay. Do you know who recorded the first ever WNBA triple double? Lisa Leslie, Cheryl Swoops, Reca- Rebecca Lobo, Cheryl Swoops. Cheryl you, would, you would have gotten there. It would, she would have been the third one. It was July twenty seventh, nineteen ninety nine. You didn't give me enough chances. I thought you were only getting one guess. I'm no, sorry. three, always three. Okay. It's, guesses are like wishes. All right, I'll remember that for next okay. time. The other fun fact I wanted to share with you is that the WNBA's opening weekend viewership was up 25% from last year. Of course Every, it was. These, it's incredible. We have beaten this so much, but women's sports are on a upward trajectory right now when all other sports are... They are. I've seen Sabrina and Sue Bird on so many commercials. Yeah. Guess why? Because companies believe in them. Yeah. So this is actually a really good transition to that Washington Post article I sent you. I love it. Okay. So. I'm fired up. I am too. I've been thinking a lot about this. So our friend um, Ellen Castle shared with us an article from the Washington Post. She slid into our DMs. She slid into our DMs. When you guys slide into our DMs, things happen. Yeah. She also has a cousin cousin who is a gymnast. On Iowa State gymnast, right? No, not Iowa State. She was, where was she? Oklahoma? Are you looking it up? I think. My brain isn't working right now, but I Oklahoma seems right, but it also seems wrong. <laughs> Hold on, I'll find it right now. She Alabama. is Yeah. Bars nope. beam floor. I don't know. Anyway, her cousin yeah. isn't okay. Oh no, not Alabama. <laughs> oh wait. I think it's Iowa. <laughs> anyway, we're really proud of her. <laughs> That's why. Because it's Iowa. And we said, well, we don't give... No, we didn't. We said we're excited and we're going to watch her anyway. It's good for her. That's amazing. (laughs) Yes. So Ellen slid back into our DMs and shared this article with us. And the article is called, The NCAA Sold Out Women's Sports in a Rights Deal It Fights to Keep Secret. And the author is Sally Jenkins, just to give her the proper credit. Heck yeah. Okay. But I'm just going to read this paragraph to set the stage, okay? So... Well, I won't read. I'll just summarize it. Okay. So the NCAA and CBS have this deal where, N- sorry, CBS gets the exclusive rights to the men's basketball, the NCAA tournament, March Madness. So CBS pays like $800 million a year for this, for the exclusive rights. As part of that deal, though, CBS also gets to keep all the corporate sponsorship sales, not just for the men's tournament, but for all the NCAA championships, okay? So that means every, whether it's softball, um, volleyball, lacrosse, it doesn't matter. CBS is keeping the revenue for those advertising dollars. Wrestling? It says all of them. It says all of them. Okay. Okay. So my problem, I have a bunch of problems with this. Okay. The first is that we constantly get told that women's championships lose money. That very well might be true. However, I feel like that's an unfair criticism when you've tied these women's championships to a deal that isn't theirs. Right. So, and what I'm saying is, let's say, gosh, like I think Coca-Cola was one of the advertisers listed. So Coca-Cola says to CBS, yeah, we'll advertise on the men's basketball tournament. But that means Coca-Cola gets to throw their logo up on every other championship in the NCAA. Yeah. Well, I'm guessing Coca-Cola and CBS don't really care a ton about the growth of NCAA softball. And that's part of my problem with the second part of it is... (laughs) 
they they have an interest in throwing their logo up on a, on a softball field, and I understand that. But their moneymaker is the NCAA tournament, okay? Right. Like or the basketball tournament. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you give softball and the peop, the powers that be in softball the opportunity to seek out their own contracts, their own marketing ideas, what if they could be making money? Now, could it fail miserably? Could they still lose money? Absolutely. But I just, it's, it's an unfair criticism to say women's championships lose money when we haven't given them the opportunity to show if they can make money. Right. That's my biggest problem with it. Right. And the, the article also, I think implies that like so at jack trice stadium the the concessions that are sold are attributed to football yeah and at um hilton the concessions sold are attributed to basketball basketball are they is it or is it just like it's all put together yeah in a giant pool because it's just one place right so the money that's made is all put together in one pool right so who is it attributed to and so the article kind of said like there isn't very much transparency yes that was my third problem yeah exactly there, there just isn't very much transparency about like okay well how many clone cones are being sold at a women's game and i don't know if this is i didn't see any numbers or anything or if this is just an assumption she had or um, where she was getting that but it it just started to make a lot of sense once you read the article so and I understand and because I know people are going to say well the 800 million dollars that the NCAA gets as a result of CBS paying for the exclusive rights benefits all sports under the umbrella of the NCAA I absolutely agree with that I I get that and I understand that um, you know the side sports benefit a lot from the money makers like football I get all of that my point is just that it's when you don't give someone an opportunity to show that they can make money, you can't criticize them for not. Yeah. And you're right about the transparency thing. And the other problem with the transparency is that this is just something that the Washington Post acquired within the last month. And they've been trying to get more to explain, like, was this deal done in the dark? Did the other sports know about it? And they can't find out because the NCAA keeps, you know, suing to keep these deals secret. And that is a problem. Right. That is a major problem. Right. When this is also, isn't it a nonprofit entity yeah so explain that well and also if if you're supposed to have your student athletes best interest in mind i and that's i guess what i was saying earlier like cbs doesn't care if you know (laughs) because cbs doesn't air the women's softball tournament espn does right cbs doesn't air the women's tournament espn does so yeah while they're they want their advertisers to be happy they're not going to put a lot of effort into all of that if they're not the ones you know, airing it and making it look good and things like that. So what I'm saying is I don't think they're going to have these ancillary sports best interests in mind when I really think that's what the NCAA is supposed to stand for. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And she also, um, just threw in there that the softball teams don't have anywhere to take showers. Yeah. And then I tried, I tried to pursue that and I didn't see a ton more about it. So I don't know what, what that that was a weird line. Yeah. You can't just throw that in there. Right. And if that's the case, and if we hear more about that, it's going to be, what, the 12th <laughs> bad step in a row right. from the NCAA? Right. Like, maybe maybe we do, like, the Iowa Girls Association and the boys, like the high school association, and split them. Maybe NCAA men's can go off on their own and NCAA women's can go off on their own and make their own deals. I'll be curious. And Mark Emmert can. (laughs) She she just made a heart sign with her hands. Yeah, heart. 
and I, so I want to talk, um, I want to take a break really quick, but then I want to talk about the other fallout, which was the NCAA women's golf tournament, because I feel like that's that's the next mess up that has been in the news. Yes. All right, let's take a break. We are also brought to you by Authentic Brand. Authentic Brand is more than just your source for official cyclone gear. With an amazing team of designers, Authentic Brand can custom manufacture polo shirts, jackets, caps, bags, and beyond for your team or small business. Check them out online at authentic-brand.com. Look authentic, feel authentic, be authentic. All right, we're back. Elisa had to blow her nose and then had to get back on the chair and it was a whole thing. I'm <laughs> breathing heavy. I cannot get on these. I'm a good foot taller. They're weird chairs. A good chairs. foot taller than Steph, and I cannot get on this chair gracefully. Yeah, it, and sometimes you get close to falling off. It's just one of Austin, these. Austin, I've many times run into the wall, and there's like these cans over here, and it's just a disaster <gasps> waiting to happen. It's rough. You know what we need is a little foot thing on the bottom of this table to, to make it ergonomically yeah good. all right we'll put that in with the hr Thank which i'm you. pretty sure is todd Blythe, so it'll never get done <laughs> oh todd. that idiot todd uh, uh. he did listen to the podcast about two weeks late so <laughs> better late than never buddy <laughs> we like you now she's coughing good lord elisa <laughs> i got uh, i think a bug in my throat rough out here. <clears throat> I think Todd has like, what are those little voodoo dolls that you can poke? Voodoo dolls. He's poking me in the throat. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> back to I the... feel like we should give, give Brett a little love too. But we'll, Brett... <laughs> we'll think of a reason to make fun of him. <laughs> He's just nice. And I know. Like, Mild-mannered and soft-spoken. <sighs> Todd got all mad too that we were making fun of him. And I was like, we were being sarcastic we were saying he wasn't a good athlete todd is a good I, athlete i think maybe he was being sarcastic about us no He's, you thought he took it personally he took Do it you think he cried he cried his wife dm'd us yeah and said, take it easy yeah on she said that he cried into his pillow four nights in a row she actually said five but elisa was being nice. i know god all right so back to the ncaa screwing things up so last week they called the they canceled the women's golf championship regional event in I think it was in Baton Rouge. So no there's no golf played. They had gotten a ton of rain, so I get it, and the course was wet, but they said it, it was deemed playable but not at the quote championship level, unquote. Oh. Which I was just like, what the hell does that mean? But anyway, uh, this is the craziest part about it. A bunch of the teams get sent home, and they send the top six-seeded teams, and so that ends the careers of a lot of these golfers. So then some barstool sports guy, which I don't follow those guys, so, you know, like, I'm cool, whoever it was, <laughs> but he decides he wants to help. He called in a favor with a friend, and the course agreed. And the next day, he announces that, and he made fun of the NCAA's announcement, which was amazing, by the way, so I give him credit for that. Okay. He, like, tongue-in-cheek, comes down the stairs and announces that, <laughs> which was awesome. He invited all of the teams that got kicked out um, to come and play, and they called it the Let Them Play Classic. And they pulled it off. It was over the weekend. Barstool com- covered all the expenses, including airfare and accommodation, and they worked with the NCAA to make sure that there were no compliance issues and um in showers I assume there were showers I assume there were showers shocking I know so, well Barstool's the new NCAA women's 
sometimes it makes you wonder, right? Mm-hmm. North Texas won it, and individually a, a woman from North Texas won too. So great. I, it's you know, like say what you want about Barstool, but if this is the one good thing they do, I applaud it. Listen, if they are transitioning to be um, respectful of women, yeah. then, then we're going to support it. Yes. Yeah. So we'll see if it continues. I just thought it was cool that, and let me just point out, it shows you that stuff can be done in a minimal amount of time if you if you are willing to make it happen. Oh, so I just yeah. never want that to be an excuse from the NCAA or any organization like that. I can tell you how quickly um, tickets can go up on sale for a show yeah and it's quick yeah and i mean i know 45 minutes and i I realize that you have to know the right people who just happen to have a golf course like i get it but everybody knows somebody and if you're at that level you know somebody it's true it's true networking people yes so i just thought that was really cool i love it um since i unfairly criticized you for not liking baseball last podcast which i don't know where that came i need the receipts i don't have them okay i'm sorry i messed up you know what I don't like is me accusing you of things that aren't true. Well, cars, cars racing. Okay, maybe that's where it came from. Might be. We don't have to talk about. Okay. That. So I just wanted to get. Sorry, your, Scoots. Sorry, Scoots. We love you. Um, I wanted to get your take on this because there were two more pitchers who threw no hitters this past week, and I'm just wondering, do you think it's become less special as a result of this? Here, yes. Isn't that kind of sad? I mean, I feel like it's not fair. But here's the thing is that it's not the pitcher's fault. That's what I'm saying. I mean, they're they're getting better at their craft. So they're getting better at their craft. I think it's the hitter's fault. The more that I've thought about it, it's dinger or nothing. Yeah, you're right. And I just think everyone is swinging for the fences. fences. I was going to say going for the walls, and I do not (laughs) think that is a saying. It is now. They were, they're all going for the walls, but I just think that everyone is swinging for the fences. Oh, there's that snot again. I know. It's just like, it's like not actually in my nose. It's rough. (laughs) This is your ASMR. As Jared would say, that's a tough scene. It is a tough scene in my sinuses right now. Um, but I think, I think it's the hitter's fault. That's what I think about it. However, I also have seen two guys dang near get their nose broken by high and inside that came in so fast they couldn't get out of the way which is scary yeah it is scary so how did he not break his whole entire face by the way so i don't know who was the second guy who got hit are you talking about the mets player who got hit maybe either way it's terrifying i'm totally blanking yeah it totally sucks to watch and it's so hard and it's like the the pitcher was shaken about it yeah because you think i may have just killed someone yeah 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 and it's it's tough i mean but and you can't get out of the way no there's nothing they can do and so i don't know but how do you how do you like that's the simone biles conversation too like she's in there risking her life and they're telling her that she can't do it like and we criticize that you know, right. so we probably shouldn't be criticizing right. pitchers, right? But but these batters, I mean, they're risking their life to come in there. Nobody's going to come in and say like, "Well, you can only throw 102 <laughs> mile an hour. That's the top." That's the top. You know, right. like no one's ever going to come in and say that. So how do we get safer? Maybe they all have to wear those helmets with the little. Yeah, a lot, and most of them have at least a guard. version of that. Right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, I have another question for yeah. you. So this Tony Larusa unwritten rules conversation. I'm so sick of it. And I love baseball and I wanted to smash my head against the wall last week. And I cannot imagine what a non-baseball or even like a someone who's considering I can't imagine what no. that must have been like I am so somebody write down all the unwritten rules and make them written they'll they'll vote on them they're either in or out it's that just, is uh, this, this is the thing it's that's just, a good that's a good compromise write down all this shit it just seems we'll like such an old man's like oh shut, my if gosh. you're trying to grow the game like let stuff happen let right. someone have fun like right let them flip the bat i don't care anymore i'm so sick of it so sick it of it it has been so like i was i was frustrated by baseball last season i'm like i'm it's seriously off-putting at this no. point i'm just done with it unwritten rules you can wipe my butt with them i have said this a lot i've i've said it to our our not BFF of the pod, Sean Roberts, but <laughs> baseball just cannot get out of its own way. No. It's like this perpetual tripping over their own feet. Yeah. I'm just done with it. No. I, I've actually, I can picture myself driving over the Des Moines River literally thinking this exact thing about mm-hmm. unwritten rules. Just just shut up and i'm yeah. not criticizing people who like sports talk radio of course you're gonna talk i'm right. criticizing the the players and the coaches and yeah. like just be the quiet. people who get butt hurt yes that's the thing yeah yeah you you want to get butt hurt about somebody run touching home plate here's old man my, energy yeah. here's my other question this this came to me as i was on the way here about baseball why have they not evolved to have two bases at first base i like softball yeah like you just don't want to <laughs> i've never thought about that before like, like if the i'm the runner base? yeah if i'm first base give me my own base yeah that's a great point i don't know uh, that's because i don't know why i don't know i don't know <sighs> do you want to talk about phil at all phil 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 you're old as balls. Okay. So, I, like, that's a cool storyline. Like, the oldest guy yeah. and whatever. And you looked, and the oldest woman yeah. is... 46. 46. So, he truly is the oldest. Yes. Okay. Because I heard somebody say, like, the oldest man. And you were curious. And I was curious if they were implying that they're... I mean, good on them for specifying mm-hmm. that we're not roping women into this conversation yeah. at all. Um, because also, if it was... Th- the oldest woman they would keep saying it's the, <laughs> the oldest, oldest woman yeah like it, no <laughs> yeah. if it was a oh, 50 if it was a 52 year old woman they would continue right. to say she's the oldest woman even if she was the oldest altogether right. you're right so i mean kudos to them yeah. for specifying that yeah. he was the oldest man to win a major um but i also think that it's fascinating that he um that he 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 got like grandfathered into the tournament mm-hmm. on his home course and then won the damn thing you mean no that was that that's not the one that he got grandfathered into is it no because i think it's in june i don't know this story i don't have all of the details here (laughs) but he like he doesn't meet the criteria to play in the tournament that is going to be played at his home course in june but they gave him a special exemption to play in it because it's his home course and and, because it's Phil Mickelson and everybody wants to watch him anyway. And then he comes back and like wins this tournament and is like, well, maybe I belong to be there. Yeah. And I, um, belong to be there. I belonged. Belonged. Maybe I belonged. Maybe I belong. Belong there. Maybe I deserve to be there. That works. I like it. Okay. I, uh, I don't know. It also struck me as strange that 50 is the oldest considering how late into life 
And yes. I know there's a senior tour, and I understand all of that. Yes. But 50 to me does not sound that old. No. How old's John Daly? Uh, I don't know. I mean, he probably... I love in, John Daly. In the sh- crap he's done to his body, he's at least 75. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably like 42. He's 35. <laughs> he's younger than us. Uh, I don't know how old he is. Let's look him up. John Daly has made a lot of money. Good job, guy. Is that I a don't lot know of fun much... along the way? Yeah. <laughs> what was the... No, wait. Thing? How old is <laughs> he? I don't know how old he is. He's 55. Yeah, no, he's not. He's 75 at least. No, literally. John Patrick Daly, American professional golfer, born April 28th. Happy belated birthday. 1966, age 55 years old. Well, he's had fun. Good on you, buddy. Oh, sweetheart. I will... The other thing I wanted to mention about the... um, about Phil winning was the crowd. I just, it, oh my God, I had goosebumps. Yeah. I had like the teary, like, oh, sports crowds. Yeah. I mean, it makes a huge difference. And I know we knew that, but just yeah. seeing it and being like, this feels normal. It yeah. was really cool. And um, so Bryce Miller was there, former, yeah. um, wait, what's our newspaper here? Register. Register. <laughs> um, employee now lives in, is it San Diego? Man, a, San lo- Diego. a lot of my details tonight on the podcast need to be fact checked. You're just pulling crap out. A lot of it okay, is good. just being purely made up. <laughs> but anyway, his, his publication sent him to cover Phil Mickelson and that made them look pretty good because he had like 300 to one odds to win this and they still sent him but he said that like it was just it was electric and it was interesting and it was just like people have been outside and they're sunburnt and they're drinking warm beer okay this is the funniest (laughs) part because Corey's watching and she's like what are all the why are they acting like that yeah i was like well they're a little bit under yeah well there was and there was this moment i like i was still get grabbed I didn't see him get grabbed, but I was watching it. Um, I was like sitting on our steps, so I wasn't watching very closely. And all of a sudden, I was like, "Whoa!" It was like this crescendo. It was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. Oh, okay, everything's okay. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. It was just I don't know. It was. It and then was, Kepka got hurt, and I mean, then he wasn't very nice. I don't know. I feel like I'm sure. I know he has. I know he has legitimate knee injury. Yeah. But I don't want to be like, shut up. Right. Like, <laughs> I don't know. But the hand is flexible, I will say that. Yeah. With all of those poses he's doing to pick up the stupid... Yeah. He looks like a... He looks ridiculous. What does it look like, Steph? Do you want me... I have... I'm wearing a work dress. I can't do it <laughs> respectfully. Especially not with that big picture window behind you. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast, Ankeny. <laughs> Very humble things happening. I love here. it. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was nice to see. It made me feel somewhat It normal. was nice. And it yeah. was nice. I don't know why, but it like felt like it felt like LeBron winning after Kobe died. And yeah. I know Tiger didn't die. No. But like he's he got in a very serious car accident. Yeah. And like and I know that Phil and him are arch rivals, but they also very much respect, respect each, each other. other. Right. And so and Tiger is chasing this like this playing at a high level at an older age thing that now like Phil has done. And, and you know Tiger's sitting there thinking, I can do this. Absolutely. Oh yeah, if he wasn't going to come back before, he's coming back now. <laughs> I had the same thought. Yeah. Oh, he's How old is Tiger Woods? I think he's 44, 45. <laughs> you know how they play Guess Whose Birthday? Yeah. <laughs> we would probably be horrible at yeah, that. Yeah, I imagine huh? we would. 
How old did you think it was? 44. A 45. Okay. So you get the point. Yeah. I <laughs> And I think I cheated because I'm pretty sure I heard someone oh, say that. Oh, I knew. I knew. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. It made me... Um, his name's Eldrick. I knew that. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eldrick. Eldrick. I love it. Um, I Do you have anything else? Because I want to play a game to end. No, let's, let's play it. What's your... So you grew up playing softball, and yeah. you talked about the chants. Do you have a favorite softball chant? Yeah. Okay, do it. It goes, well, I can't whistle while I do it, because right. i got to use my hands to Kay. whistle. <laughs> There's no words? Nope. Okay. What's your favorite? I have two. I have two. <laughs> okay, you ready? You, you, you were hoping that I wasn't going to ask, weren't you? Kind <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to mess this up. Okay. It's, I'm going to do the abbreviated version. Okay. okay. We want a single, just a little double, T-R-I-P-L-E, home run, home run, home run. Yes. H-O-H-O-M-H-O-M-E-R-U-N, home run. Insert name here. <laughs> or my other one is, um, I have to think this through. I have to do some spelling. G-O-O-D-E-Y-E, good eye, good eye. Okay. Way to W-A-T-C-H-C-H, way to watch, way to watch, way to watch that ball go B-Y, B-Y, way to watch that ball go by. Man. Listen, at Ames High, we we kept it simple. We had chants for every play, like personalized chants. We kept it simple, stupid. I like, I I mean, because I legitimately, there will be nights where I'm laying in bed and these will pop into my head and they're stuck. So keep it simple. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. How are the, how's, um, Corey doing with her team? She really likes it. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, we, we've been working on the, I, I'm going to sound like a psychopath, but like she, they want to hit off the tee in the backyard. Oh yeah. This is not something where I'm like, girls, it's time to go get our hits in. But she, so I've just been, they're showing an interest. So I'm trying to help them do actual like hit the ball correctly yeah. so we've been working on squishing the bug with our yes. left and today tonight at <laughs> softball she swung once and missed it and her right her back foot flung all the way around <laughs> and she looked back at me and smiled like she knew she's like I didn't squish the bug oh. and then she turned around and did it and got a good hit nice. so it's just fun to like watch that and witness yes. stuff clicking and even with Nora who's three she'll hit off the tee and she'll be like mommy am I doing it right and it's oh. just it's fun it is it is very, listen if they would prov- if they would do dance I would support it I and I would as much as I jokingly yeah. complain about it but it is so fun to see them have an interest in something that I really loved yeah. growing up so so we were at practice the other day and the coach said the squish the bug yeah. thing and you know she said she said it to one of the girls and explained it and everything to her and Rosa didn't hear it and so later she goes did you squish the bug and the no. girl's like no Rosa goes what bug was there a bug <laughs> what kind of bug why did she squish where's the it? damn no. spider <laughs> there were so many questions she was very concerned about the why does she squish it where is it now what does it look like what color was it It is like to if you've never heard it before you're probably like what right and the coach was just like oh god and i was like shouldn't have brought up bugs yep that's right shouldn't have got to be careful we have a a very intense interest in bugs over here you should not have brought up bugs but she did get to be catcher in a game did she put on all the gear she did and she so rosa has this thing where she doesn't like us to get excited about things yeah like embarrassed yeah Yeah. and so she comes out in it and i'm elated fumbling with my phone to get a picture she throws the helmet off takes the chest pad off i don't want to wear this i don't want to be catcher she saw you excited. she saw me get excited so like arnold went in there with her and like stood there while she did it and she loves it she loves getting the ball at first she used to only love playing in the dirt yeah but now she loves chasing the ball yep 
and she will plow over a five-year-old boy to, to get, get after that ball. It. It's just so fun to watch. It is. And Corey had her last soccer game on Sunday, and she scored on Saturday, and she scored a goal. Nice. And it was just like, I don't know. It's cool to see your kid look over you and be like, I just did that. Did yeah. you see it? There's just such a cool feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's been a really fun spring, and I don't know. I mean, it's hard not to hope that they are both interested in I it. I know. But, you know, like I said, whatever happens, happens. And I'm just going to enjoy it while it lasts. Hopefully it lasts for yeah. a while. I am not willing to give up on living out my glory days with my children. <laughs> I'm, I fully support I understand that, that you will be okay. You would be too. I will not. Yes, you will. You will. <laughs> you might be bitter about it, but you'll survive. <laughs> I've put nothing into um, <laughs> retirement. My whole plan is for one of my children to strike it rich as a professional athlete. It's so. foolproof. Tell me how that turns out. <laughs> okay. I'm excited to watch. Okay. All right. Go Cyclones. Go State.